on today's Into Your Head podcast number 718, understanding the non-subconscious self, drawing a black hole in the sand, how to measure nothing, the thinking man's anti-pasta. Basically, this is just a list. This is just a gimmick. This is just a way to, a gimmick to uh, make it sound like there's stuff coming up. Of course there's stuff coming up, but it's, not a, it's nowhere near as organised as it sounds when I put in a list like that. That's just basically, yeah. that's just words. Words, just words. Although I say just words, uh, just words, just the bare, just words. The things that bind seven billion of us together through time. Just oh, that's all. He's just words, just language. I uh, don't know. No. Might as well just say it's just a sandwich. No, no. Uh, if you say it's just a sandwich, it's just a thing that's going to keep you alive all day till you can get home and make a proper meal for yourself. Uh, and then while you're at it, you just, you breathe stuff that's just oxygen and just air and then drink stuff that's just water. Oh no, you could manage perfectly well without it. Uh, no air or oxygen or water or sandwiches or languages or words all day and you'd be perfectly fine. But try going without it for more than a few days and then I can tell you you'll realise there's a lot more to this introduction than just a gimmick and lots more. get on with today, items that need to be attended to, issues that need to be addressed, topics, all topics. We've got lots and lots of topics. We're positively booming to the seams with topics. We've got topics coming out of, uh, topics coming out of this, uh, this air, this very air that surrounds me. Uh, it's like that Paul McCartney song, what was it? Uh, we live in hope of deliverance. Hope of deliverance. Hope of deliverance from the darkness that surrounds us. Except in this case it's not darkness, it's air. Although there is a significant amount of darkness in the air this morning. Uh, it's one of the darkest mornings in recent times. The sun uh, the sun is ah the sun has split split open the rocks and disappeared underneath them and it's pissing down from the heavens. So the pissiest day of the year so far uh, on record. Well on my personal record. Uh, my personal record here inside my brain. I don't keep a household wet weather record. Court. Uh, no need for that. We have the government to do that for us. The government has a whole department devoted to keeping weather records and forecasting the weather. There's no need for individual people. It's a bit of a communist setup, if you ask me, but it makes sense. There'd be no point in every single household in the country like this having their own uh, weather documentation system. The amount of red tape involved, but that would be fucking ridiculous and wasteful. So no, uh, we join forces, uh, we share our resources as a country and a nation, and we have our own... Uh, uh, Met service, uh, meteor, short for meteorological or some, something like that, some, something along those lines. And uh, basically, what they do is uh, put a fella on the television and he stands in front of a map and he points it and he says, You are here, you are here, right here. Uh, except it's a small country, so to try and make it seem more local, uh, they've started in recent years showing uh, bits of the map at a time. They show, Here's the southeast, here's this little region in the southeast, the tree of you live in. We'll show this 
separately. Uh, this part of the southeast will give it its own little cloud thing there, and then they slide up to the northeast and they say this little bit here, uh, here's your cloud. Is exactly the same as the cloud for the southeast, but they show it separately to to make it feel like they're visiting your part of the country, and then they swing over to the midwest and they show the exact same cloud except it's a duplicate of the cloud. It's the same weather, same old weather, same old town, uh, same bad planet, same bad crop, uh, except it's a different... Ah, you get the general idea. You get the gen... You probably do, or do you? Maybe you don't, I don't know. How would I know whether you get the idea or not? I don't know. Uh, I, I can only send the idea as best I can. I've no way of confirming that you've got it. All I can do is... Ah, it's like when you send out radio waves out into space and the hope that some alien civilization will someday hear them. You've no way of knowing until they get back to us, so all you can do is put out your crap, keep pointing it out into space, uh, send it out to an antenna. You could probably, uh, might be better off sending them an antenna. Send, send an, instead of sending radio signals out into space, uh, send them a frigging antenna so they can transmit to us. Because uh, maybe they'd be better at it than us. Uh, they, they, how do we know? Uh, how do they? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, hello and welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Ah, hello. It's me again. Uh, back here for uh, segment number two. Although I call it segment and segment number one because the preceding was just the opening paragraph like the introduction. You wouldn't refer to an introduction in a book as chapter one and uh, not least because that would cause immense confusion when people turn the page and then they see chapter one. Uh, they'll think it's one of those. I got one of those books once where there was an error, some sort of error in the in the printing process, and I had the same eighty or ninety pages put in twice. It went fifty page fifty to page one hundred and twenty. Then there was another page fifty, and then another page fifty one, and so on up till one hundred and twenty. And you think from that, oh look, I got something extra for free. Well, not really. It's not. Well, it's not of much use to you. It's the same words twice. You're getting the same words twice, which is only of use if they're used in two different contexts. If you get the same words all over again in the same order, telling the same story twice, ah, that's just like the that's just like the the old version of the pre-audio book version of when you fall asleep in the middle of an audio book and then you wake up and you have to go back and find where you were when you fell asleep. Uh, no, no, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking you were probably in bed. You were probably in bed when you fell asleep. But no, I meant at what part in the audio book were you when you lost your concentration and succumbed to oh succumbed to the dark recesses of the of the sleeporeal mind when you handed over the keys to your very mind to your so-called subconscious your so-called subconscious who's so conscious who's so conscious that he runs frigging uh, Stephen King movies all the way through the night and make, uh, makes up little movies uh, plays to you in widescreen in your brain uh, all about all oh all about your uh, former schools about going back to school and failing exams over and over and we're supposed to believe that that's subconscious no no that fucking subconscious knows exactly what it's doing that subconscious is very conscious of what it's doing it's taking the piss it's saying one of these days uh, you're going to be dead and then you'll miss me because when you're dead you won't have fantastic movies like this running in your brain at night you'll just have nothing and then you'll think Christ I wish I'd appreciated my subconscious while it was still going but of course you won't even be able to think that because uh, you need me to even think 
uh, which is always makes me makes me uh, it's unreasonable really because it means uh, well you know exactly what it means uh, so no need for me to explain it to you because you know everything don't you mister look at me I'm conscious when I'm awake and I go asleep at night and expect everything to just go dark and nothing to happen no no doesn't work like that you're only on this planet for 60 or 70 or 80 or 90 years you have to use every waking hour of your sleep to think about stuff whether you like it or not uh, that's what your that's what my subconscious says to me anyway although I ignore it I ignore it I say I'm not conscious of you I'm conscious of everything else but not you uh, ironically I'm the conscious part of my brain but I have no awareness whatsoever of my subconscious until I turn myself off and become completely unconscious and then it, uh, it all starts up I can tell you the shit hits the shit hits I had a, a dream the other night that I was in some that I was suffering from insomnia and couldn't sleep. I woke up extremely confused and thinking, oh Christ, I spent the last three hours dreaming about not being able to sleep and it turns out I was asleep. Now that sounds like something I made up, but I didn't. Well now that I think about it, I did make it up because my brain made it up and dreamt it. So I did make it up, uh, but no, it wasn't made up in a corny way. It was made up in a very real way by my subconscious over which I've no control. So don't blame my subconscious for being corny or crap. Anyway, uh, on with the chapter two. Two far left of centre weather forecasters walk into a bar. One of the far left of centre weather forecasters goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest Guinness, please? Uh, not the normal stuff, I want the export version that you send off to Russia and places like that. And the man behind the bar says, Oh, I'm afraid we don't sell the export version, sir. That's only for export. Uh, we're here in the place we're from from whence it's exported so if we had it here it wouldn't be exported unless we export it and then ship it back in I suppose I could buy in some export Guinness from some foreign source is that what you want me to do like they do in the oh like they do in Lidl and the likes of them they buy in cheap foreign versions of, of Cadbury's chocolate made in some other country with some different kind of milk that's come out of something that's not even a cow is that what you want and the uh, far left of centre weather forecaster says uh, I don't know. I don't. Incidentally, why is the narrator uh, making reference to my politics every time he he uh, refers to me? And the man behind the bar says, probably because he doesn't know your name. He has to call you something. He can't just say the man because there's uh, three men here. And for another thing, if he kept saying the man, that itself would sound like a like a biased political commentary on something. Like they say over in America, they are they're always talking about the man. The man came and the man. Oh, the man took uh, what's-his-face's money. Uh, what's that fella, the country singer who went uh, had tax problems? There's probably several of them. You know, your Willie Nelson, didn't the man come and get him? And wasn't there that Johnny Cash song that goes, uh, When the man comes to town, hear the pipers, hear the callers. A hundred million something something. Hear the people marching to the big bass drum. 
hear the something, something, something. That song sounded great on, uh, I think it was the last episode in the first series of uh, Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. They used that song to great effect in the soundtrack. Uh, probably brought, oh, it brought Johnny, Johnny Cash to a whole new generation of kids who like watching uh, violence on the television. It's probably just what he wanted. That fella used to sing in prisons, you know. He, he went into he went into prisons and did concerts. Even at the song, he said, "I'm here in wholesome prison. I'm something which indeed he was, but he wasn't there as an inmate. He was there entertaining the troops or the inmates, wherever you call them. They're probably not the troops, although though they have military prisons, they'd probably be called. Uh, although it's not military prisons in the way I'd be thinking of it. I know there's military prisons where, or uh, maybe I assume there are where they put uh, soldiers who've been convicted of something. They put them into military prisons, but there's also military schools where they teach kids you uh, using military-style discipline and stuff like that. So I wonder is there also military prisons where uh, they're not members of the military that are inmates, but they're treated using uh, military methods to try and knock some manners into them. If, if they don't exist, they certainly should be, should exist. And uh, uh, oh, the far left of centre... Uh, uh, weather forecaster says uh, you're an interesting man I must say how's that Guinness getting along and the barman says I don't know yet you haven't confirmed your order so I haven't really started on this uh, do you want a do you want a non uh, export version of Guinness and uh, uh, far left of centre weather forecaster says I suppose if it's the only option I'll have to take it I suppose I'll have to have it thrust upon me uh, by a what's this some sort of a dictatorship that's typical you people, you, know, you go on about your dictator countries and you get them mixed up. You think it's the same thing. You hear the word communist and you think, oh, that fellow likes communism. It's the exact same thing as dictatorship. He probably wants to be dictated to. And then you go and dictate that to me. Uh, well, I'm not a freaking secretary. I'm not, I don't need to be dictated upon just because I have different politics than you. And the man behind the bar says, that's a bit presumptuous. You don't know what my politics are. And uh, far left of centre weather forecast caster says excuse me i believe i do you've been going on about military prisons for the last three minutes i think that gives me a clue as to what your politics might be and I think your politics might be fundamentally flawed it might be uh, not least because after listening to you for three minutes I can't figure out exactly what you think about anything and the man behind the bar says maybe that's what I want you to think uh, and the man behind the oh the man in front of the bar the weather fellow with the far left uh, politics says uh, maybe that's what I think then and the man behind the bar says well we're agreed then I think you and I are a lot more alike than you think and uh, far left of centre uh, weather forecaster says maybe we are maybe we are I'll have that stupid non-export Guinness now then please thank you very much and the man behind the bar says certainly sir coming right up coming right up out of the barrel that's under the floor here comes up through the pipes it comes right up to this tap here that I'm pulling away to my heart's content uh, it's coming right up trusting out of the tap into the glass. Uh, this is far better than importing stuff that's already being exported, isn't it? It'd have to be in a, some stupid bottle. I'd have to get a bottle out and open it for you. Uh, you might as well be sitting at home in your sitting room in front of the television if you're going to do that. Why would you want 
to drink an imported bottle. And uh, uh, the man in front of the bar says, I wouldn't want to drink the bottle uh, unless it had been melted down and it had turned out that the glass, the so-called glass from which the bottle had been made was in fact uh, vodka. And you melted it down and you had liquid vodka and then you put it in another bottle or a glass and then you drink that. Uh, but that seemed a bit unlikely uh, and the uh, man behind the bar says this whole situation that we're in here seems a bit unlikely as well though but it's happening isn't it and the far left of centre weather forecaster says uh, how do you know what's happening how do you know uh, why am I here and then both gentlemen uh, suddenly disappear into nothingness the whole bar disappears everything disappears into nothingness and then nothingness itself disappears and then there's nothing there's, there isn't even nothing there uh, it's not even uh, that's not to say there's something there there's just nothing there's nothing uh, nothing of any note anyway although I suppose the fact that there's nothing there is worth noting uh, but there's nobody or no uh, measurement systems there to notice uh, that's why we need weather forecasters uh, if there was uh, could be piss and rain all morning today such as it is now but if there's nobody there to notice there might as well be nothing uh, and if there's going to be nothing, then at least that'll save a bit of... It won't save anything. There's nobody there to know. If there's somebody, nobody there to note the weather, and then there's nothing the next day, and there's nobody there to note the fact that this condition has changed from there being something to there being nothing, then there might as well have been nothing all along. Or else there might have well have been something all along. It's not about uh, noting whether there's nothing or whether there's something. It's about knowing the change from nothing to something or from something to nothing. It's not about uh, measurement. Isn't about uh, what what there is and what there isn't. Measurement is about uh, what's the change in the situation. Uh, has it gone from zero to one or one to zero? Uh, that's the basis on which we design pretty much everything nowadays. Uh, the computer programmers they get out there. Oh, they get out their notepads and they say, "I'm going to write a program. I'm going to write a computer software program." Uh, let's see. I'll start with zero. I'll go zero zero and go I'm feeling a bit creative today so I'm just going to take my pencil for a walk and put down a load of zeros and ones in no particular order and see if they inspire me anywhere and that's pretty much how you how you do anything that's how you do anything you just do it you just do it that's why the world's here the world wouldn't be here if someone hadn't sat down one day in the nothingness and says let's just do something I don't know what because there isn't anything yet I don't even know what what is yes so let's just do something let's uh, see where my instinct takes me have a bit of ah have a bit of a bit of what you call it have a bit of what you call it don't know what you call it yes but hopefully uh, that'll come to us in due course uh, anyway on with now the show. Uh, I know what you're thinking there you're thinking oh that's original that's original he's got nothing to talk about so he's uh, spent the last 10 minutes talking about the subject of nothing isn't that isn't that absolutely hilarious isn't that so fucking ironic Alanis Morissette is going to walk in any minute now and say oh look at this isn't this great I can just give up now and retire and leave it to him uh, well there's no need to be sarcastic you cunt 
you're a sarcastic cunt. Uh, you're a sarcastic little cunting little whore bike. That's what you are. Uh, or are you? There's a question for you. Are you a sarcastic little cunting little whore bike? Or are you just a bog standard normal podcast listener uh, who's doing a little too much over analyze? Not that he can do it. Not that he. Not that there's a correct level of over analyzing to do. Uh, anytime you're over analyzing, uh, whether you're doing too much over analyzing or just enough over analyzing, you're still over analyzing. So you can't win, or at least you can't defend yourself. You can't defend yourself against that sort of thing because by its very nature you'll be. Uh, but let's not get bogged down in the. Let's not get bogged down in the politics of crit of uh, critique criticization. Is that a word? It's probably not. Is criticization a word? Uh, who will we ask? Will we ask the internet? Let's ask the internet. Is critique? Let's see. Uh, is critique? Criticization. I'm going to use the. Uh, I'm going to use the uh, Western European spelling of critique. Criticization. Let's see. C r i t i q. Uh, U-I-C-I-S-A, I mightn't have that right, but hopefully spell checker will help. Uh, now, sometimes spell checker on these computers hops in, depending on what system you're searching, it hops in and changes it to the American spelling, but it's probably pretty much the same. Anyway, is criticization a word? Question mark. Search. Let's have a look at this now. Your search is criticization a word, uh, question mark, did not mark, match any documents. Suggestions. Make sure that all words are spelled correctly. Let's have a look. Uh, well, is is oh yes, that's not a problem. Uh, criticization, uh, not sure about that, obviously. Uh, ah and word, they're spelled correctly. Uh, so it's at least 75% correct. I'm sure you to Christ Google, you should be able to, you should be able to fill in the rest for me welcome to the new way to find your favorite google products click the grid to take a look uh, what there's no grid oh there it is there's the grid uh plus neil search youtube maps play you fuck off google with your crap fuck off with your crap go way out of that trying to get me to do stuff i don't want to be doing stuff the whole point of a google is to prevent me having to do anything i don't want to have to think ever about anything uh, i want to be just like my ignorant listeners i want to never think about anything and just rely on the world around me uh, specifically the world of the internet to fill in the gaps for me on everything but oh apparently it's too much to ask google whether criticization is a word uh, maybe it's trying to tell me something from that response that it gave me there maybe it's telling me that it's not a word uh, well i'll never know now because it won't give me a direct answer it'll just say oh did your question was wrong you have to ask the right question apparently you can't how can i ask the right question if i don't even know what i'm asking about i'm basically i'm asking google what it is that i'm thinking about because i don't know if i knew i wouldn't need to ask you cunt uh, google's a cunt a shower of cunts a big shit eating shower can you have a shit eating shower you probably can they make a good title for this show or would it i don't know uh not sure if i want to put swearing in the uh, in the title when i'm posting this all over the place uh let's see uh i'll write it down and see how it looks shit eating shit <laughs> shit eating rain was that what i said 
can't remember now. I will find out later. Uh, shit eating. Uh, there's an expression in one of the old Stephen King books that went uh, shit eating grin. He had a great big shit eating grin on his face. It's not meant literally, although maybe it's meant as a. He had a grin that could eat shit if it wanted to, although that would wipe the grin off his face, I can tell you probably, unless he's a dog. Uh, and if a dog has a shit eating grin on its face, uh, it may well have been eating shit, but it's not a real grin. It's you're just uh, uh, amplifying your pet if you think your dog is grinning. Dogs don't smile. I get the. Oh, there you go. There's a better title. Dogs don't smile. Dogs. Or maybe I should call it Do Dogs Smile, because I don't want to give it all away in the title. Uh, there we go. Do Dogs Smile. That's better. No, no uh, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, dog. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll work on that later. We'll work on that later. Anyway, suffice to say, on with the show. Into your head. Do you like this program? Well, it's about time you proved it. Search for Into Your Head in iTunes. Leave a five-star rating and write a nice review under it. Do it today. It's been six years, you know. I'll be checking. I eat podcast listeners for breakfast, you know. Mmm, breakfast. Anyway, review the podcast in iTunes. It's important. Hash browns and toast, please. Remember, we value the opinions of you. The humble and ignorant listener. Email studio at intoyourhead.com. Support the podcastual arts at no cost to you. Just click through the Amazon link at intoyourhead.com whenever you go shopping for anything. Even if you use Amazon UK or Canada. We'll take your weird foreign money here. We're not proud. Just visit intoyourhead.com and click on the appropriate Amazon banner. Now, uh, this will be, uh, according to my records, this will be chapter, if we're still doing the chapter counting thing, which I suppose we are, that's why, that's why we do these things, you come up with a gimmick and uh, use it as a running thing throughout an episode, so earlier on I referred to chapter one, uh, so this will be chapter, uh, let me see, two, three, Four. That's an ad break. That's around chapter five or four. I'm not sure really. I can't really scroll down to count the segments at the moment because it would mean closing the recording window and then we'd no longer be recording. Uh, so this is chapter whatever it is. Uh, chapter whatever it is. Uh, we are very welcome to it. And coming up in this chapter of the this chapter of the show. Uh, well, it probably ends here because if I'm moving on to something else now, we need to start a new chapter. You need to draw a line in the side and uh, draw a metaphorical line in the sand or a real you can draw a real line in no you can draw a metaphorical line in the sand uh, with your finger and it'll seem very real you can run your finger through the sand and feel like you're drawing a line and you think you've drawn a line there but I can tell you all you've done is all you've done is make a little a little uh, oh a little dugout that's just empty air uh, empty air uh, oxygen and H2O and wherever the hell else is in air uh, that's a that's not a real line at all that's you've you've uh, removed some sand from the area you've removed all essence of sand and everything from the area you haven't drawn anything at all there's no ink involved uh, in fact not only have you not added any ink or crayon or anything in creating your so-called line in the sand you've removed sand so you've uh, it's like a, it's basically you've made an, an anti-pasta of the sand world is that what anti-pasta is i don't know 
But let's pretend it is, or let's assume it is for the moment, because uh, all science is based on assumptions. You lay down your assumptions, and it's perfectly fine to make assumptions as long as you know what they are and you're open and honest about them. You say, I'm basing this on the assumption that antipasta uh, is like a, oh, it's like a, a black hole of pasta. It's like a nothingness of pasta, like one of those dark holes that you see on the likes of, uh, oh, on the likes of those programs about NASA with Captain Picard on them where they go into space and they say, oh, look, there's a big black hole. And uh, the first officer goes, where? And the captain goes, over there, look. And the first officer says, I can't see anything. And the captain goes, exactly, exactly. And the first officer says, we're turning into a parody of ourselves, you know. And the captain says, we are not. We're a parody of the original Star Trek series, except we can do that because we're better, because we've got flashy graphics and better personalities and characters, and uh, everyone prefers us anyway, so we can afford to have a bit of humour and a bit of... Uh, it's not self-debrigation, it's debrigation of what came before us, uh, of which we pretend to be respectful, but we're not. And I've got no hair, and everyone still thinks I'm great, and I'm off now doing my King Lear or whatever I do when I'm not doing Star Trek. I do King Lear, although he does your man in that thing, doesn't he, as well? The cartoon, uh, what's it called? Uh, not Family Guy, the other one. Uh, Captain Picard is in the other one that's not Family Guy, but it's related. Uh, ah, you know the one. The one with the thing. Uh, uh, Mr. Amer oh, uh a fellow, American Dad, that's the one. Uh, American Dad's boss in that is the same fellow who plays Captain Picard, except he only plays him in audio form. It's the first... It's ironically, modern television has gone back to using uh, radio acting. It's the same as acting for radio, except they draw pictures to go with it. Back in the old days, if you had American Dad, you'd record all the voices the same way as they do now, except you wouldn't go and draw pictures about it. Except maybe you draw one picture to put in the radio listings magazine that the BBC used to put out. But apart from that, no, you certainly wouldn't be drawing tens of thousands of pictures uh, to go with it. To played at fast motion over the space of a half hour radio show no no I suppose you have to change with the times uh, or adapt to the you have to adapt and well, isn't that what they say in the army they train people adapt adapt and move adapt and something isn't there a thing they train in the military they say uh, adapt and uh, something something like that anyway let's look it up there is some phrase they're always using that's very clever uh Hold on. Adapt and... Don't let me down this time, Google, or I'll kick your head in. Uh, adapt. Oh, improvise, adapt, and overcome. I ah, knew it was something like that. Improvise, adapt, and overcome. Uh, of course... Uh, well, of course. If it's of course, it goes without saying. So I won't say what I was going to say was an of course. Because it goes without saying. I'm not going to say it. Anyway, good morning. Into your... 